Hello and welcome to the world-famous Driving You Crazy podcast. This is the show where we talk about all things transportation, anything that gets you from here to there. I am the traffic anchor and the transportation reporter for Denver 7 News, Jason Luber. And if you would like to be a part of the show, you could always give me a call on the listener hotline, the number 303-832-0217. Well, there is a growing movement by some drivers to not register their vehicles. Now, there are as many reasons for this as there are drivers out there. And what happened was, it it was a few months back that I was contacted by one of my viewers. And he sent me a picture and asked me to look up this license plate that didn't look like a regular license plate from a state, even though it said Colorado on the top of it. And after doing some digging, it ends up that this license plate was created by a group that claims to be the Moors of Morocco and claims they are their own country here in Colorado, claims their own land in other places in the United States too, and they have their own license plates and licenses and IDs and that sort of thing that they created, and then they put their own license plates on their cars. Basically, they're not registered with the state, they're registered with the Moors of Morocco. Then I was sent another picture of a different plate that read Colorado American State National. That was on the top. On the bottom of the license plate, it said, Notice, private automobile, not for hire. And in the middle, where there were supposed to be letters or numbers, there weren't any. There was just an image on the left side of a a pseudo-American flag. And then on the right, uh, an American eagle, the E Pluribus Unum American Bald Eagle, That image was on the right, in the center there. Now, after some more research about these plates, I was led to the website called freedomfromgovernment.org. And on there, they have several license plates that do have letters and numbers, but spell out private, using a combination of letters and numbers to spell out that word. And then on the top, it says, not operating in a commercial capacity. They also have another version that says liberty across the middle, and, and I was really curious about these non-government plates and the reasons behind them and why people are putting them on their car. And so I invited one of the premier experts, I would say, in this field. His name is Trent Goodbody, and he started the freedomfromgovernment.org website. Trent, thanks for so much for coming here and talking to me on the world-famous Driving You Crazy podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. So Good to Tr- be here. Thanks, Trent. So first I wanted to ask, uh, we'll start a bit with your background. Was there something or some event that sparked with you and made you interested in being free from government, or has this been just a lifelong position that you've had? No, there was actually something that inspired it. And And it was, uh, well, a long time ago, I... uh, I had a daughter. I have a daughter, and uh, I had to pay, uh, or her mother went and filed for child support, and I, I wasn't able to even take care of myself at that time, let alone anybody anybody else. So, um, uh, it was a non-moving violation, and they took away my license for failure to pay child support, and that really just eliminated my ability to make money at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, after a after uh i don't know that kind of inspired me to just start traveling without uh license plates but um after a while i've I've realized that you know our right to travel predates any kind of government or constitution it's actually uh the, the declaration of independence says it best when it says that uh our rights come from god not from the government so um I'm just, I, I feel like government has one purpose, and that is to protect our rights. And I feel like government, the only, they're only supposed to be regulating commercial activity. So people that aren't making money on the roads should be able to, uh, you know, use them to travel. And it's not like it's, uh, I don't know, the, the whole thing about the government. And overreach is, it's been getting worse, it seems like. And now police feel like they have the right to just smash your window in, you know, and that, that goes against uh, 
the Fourth Amendment and, you know, all kinds of protections that were supposed to be set in place. Uh, we're not supposed to even be searched without a warrant, but somehow, you know, the traffic traffic stop has been able to to violate all these things. So I don't know if we could move kind of backwards so that um, the government was overreaching less into people's lives uh, and, and kind of putting it back where it belongs. You know, I feel like the traffic stop is one of the biggest violations of rights that the government was able to accomplish, uh, you know, over time. So I don't know how we can fix this, but I do know that this is a big thing that's going on with all the um, people just wanting to reclaim their power, you know? Right. I watched you have a YouTube uh, site, uh, well, a page that's also yeah. called Freedom from Government. And I watched several videos of yours going back 10 or a dozen years when you created yeah. a bait car to entice police to pull you over. So you obviously have been doing this for a while. Did you think of this license plate? Uh, you said you drove around without one for a while and then you decided yeah. to create one. Or, or did you see somebody else create one first? How did that come about? No, I think I just, uh, well, it started out as when I first started making these, I would put them on big stickers that would go on a 12 by six piece of plastic that you would put where the license plate goes. And it just said stuff like not for hire, lawful traveler. And it, but these have evolved though. Back then there were plastic and stickers and it was kind of messy to try to get put it together and yeah. stuff but now i remember I just, seeing uh, one that you said that you had private property clergy not for hire on it yeah 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 that was another one why and um, why why clergy did that work better than some than just saying private or not for hire well the thing is is that our our uh freedom of religion you know is supposed to be important as well so if something says clergy that it's even more of an indicator that government shouldn't be interfering and that's just I, I don't know i was trying to be uh you know trying to use that angle i don't know um exactly what you know what it's going to take to get to to change things but i'm pretty sure we're well on our way i mean uh i'm up to about seven thousand orders on my website wow. so uh, we've we've uh, been distributing quite a bit of uh, stuff, but you know, at the same time, I don't agree with some of the other people that are doing things. Like you said, somebody having a plate that actually says Colorado on it. Yeah, there are, and they and they created it so it doesn't have letters or numbers in the middle. It just has that flag on the one side, where pseudo flag. And then the, you yeah. know, the American Eagle, right? With the Pluribusunum yeah. on there, that symbol. And then it does have, <laughs> and you can get it for any state, whether it's Nevada, where I think you are, or Colorado, or just any state. Wow, yeah, that, I really don't uh, agree with that, kind of, because I feel like if someone has the name of a state, or even codes, or, you know, different laws printed on the, on the plate itself, that can that can get uh, you know we're in some gray area and it could it could be purported uh, you know people can like that the state is not we don't own that name you know so if we put the state of Colorado on a license plate we could be purporting to be having an issue uh, a state issued plate and that's something I want to stay away from because. That could get people in trouble if you're if you're ma if you have a plate that looks like a state plate. That's I believe that's a crime, yeah. you know. Or right? No, it to does. Be... It totally does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't agree with that, but I do agree with us being able to uh, travel without permission. Basically, see my my thing is I'm disabled, and I believe that I have the right from God to move my body with a machine, and it doesn't matter how many axles it has or how much weight is behind it. It's just a thing where I should be able to, 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 to use assistance to, to move. So I don't know. I think that, um, 
a lot of people feel the same way. And there's in this environment that we have with the government, uh, you know, like the guys at the top are just look like idiots, you know, like Joe Biden. And uh, I, I don't know. I believe that it makes it, it, it probably makes everybody down below everybody from the president down. Uh, it, it feels like they maybe they even have permission to be corrupt because there's so much corruption going on. So I don't know. I feel like it's time for us to take back uh, what is ours. And uh, I don't know. The thing about government is that they are they're they're our servants. They are not our masters. And and lately they've taken the role of authoritarian. You know they. I don't know. I wish we could find some way to have a a, a peaceful coexistence between police officers and the people who are there supposed to be serving. Mm-hmm. My guest is Trent uh, Goodby. Uh, he's the founder of FreedomFromGovernment.org, where we're talking about these private license plates, non-state issued license plates. How did it feel, Trent, the first time? you put that license plate, the one you created on that piece of plastic, how did it feel to put it on your car? Were you nervous about what the first interaction would be with law enforcement? Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> of course. <laughs> uh, there had to be a first interaction. So what was, what was like, what was that like? Well, the first interaction, uh, I was actually driving my friend's car and it had state plates on it. But um, we were going to the beach in the middle of the night and got stopped. And that video is on my uh, channel. But uh, it was not—it was not an easy interaction. The guy was the, the cop was screaming at me to do stuff, and I told him that he needed to read this piece of paper. And it was not—I mean, it was very stressful. And I think they teach cops to be. Uh, you know, to, to bark orders so that you don't have a chance to uh, think or whatever. And then there's the flashing lights that, you know, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, because you also I, I ended up going to jail. Oh, you did. And because you have yeah. been, yeah, you had, I saw that video. Was that the one, the hour long or so video where they took you to jail and they were questioning you? Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Uh, yeah. And then it was so messed up because they did a bunch of underhanded stuff. Like I was recording going into the courthouse, you know, because I feel like, you know, they always say, Oh, well we're, we're recording too, but you should have seen the transcripts. They were screwed. They were messed up really bad. So, uh, I don't, I don't trust them. So I took, I attempted to take a recording device into the courtroom and they made sure to have a metal detector outside the courtroom. They would not let me go into the courtroom. So I got arrested for uh, for failure to appear in the in the hallway of the courthouse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you've had, I'm sure, subsequent interactions, and and I think again, you're 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 out there in Nevada, or you were in Oregon and California for a time, yeah. and. Uh, you're, you're probably in a city, I think, where the local police know what you're doing. They know who you are. They probably don't hassle you at this point, but what, what do yeah. you, it's so you, you probably aren't having too many more interactions, subsequent interactions at this point, right? No, we, uh, where I live out here in the middle of nowhere in Nevada, we have, uh, a group of people that are doing the same thing and we don't get, we don't get messed with. So, I mean, that's, that's nice. Well, what if you, ha- but, well, um, let's say you took a tra- uh, a trip, a road trip to Los Angeles. Do you think you would yeah. have, uh, interactions there? Do you police in other places understand your arguments? Um, it's, it's hard to say who understands and who doesn't, but, um, I think that we are getting, we are gaining ground. I mean, we're not, uh, like we're not going away. Um, and, and, when the police do things, when, when the police use violence and threats and force, uh, one of the main things I tell people is to always record and always publish the interaction. Even if it looks bad, uh, it still needs to be out there because most of the time these police that are smashing windows and violating people's rights, um, you know, the, 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 
the main thing about that is that they are they are being violent, you know? And I don't think that's right for someone who just wants to, to travel without, uh, you know, travel freely without uh, being uh, harassed is, uh, you know, they don't deserve that. They don't, it seems like the police uh, presume that all property that exists is theirs, you know? Uh, it, it would not be right for, I mean, it's it's not right for someone who who has an illegitimate license plate or no license plate at all to have their property broken. You know, that's just it doesn't make sense to me. And and I feel like we have to we have to change things and turn turn this around to where they're just not always being violent. But I think they have actually got a memo that uh, breaking windows is not appropriate. And I don't I don't I haven't seen them really do that much anymore because think about if you get a piece of glass in somebody's eye that could that 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 could potentially last a lifetime you know right that injury so i don't know i don't think it's right to uh to be breaking windows in 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 the face of people who are simply trying to be left alone i don't know it's you know it's tough but uh and Rosa and, Parks, oh, Rosa ahead, Parks sorry. never would have, yeah, no, Rosa Parks never would have, uh, you know, if she never would have stood up for herself, then they, things would have never changed. And I feel like this, the same thing, you know, we have the right to travel predates any constitution or any government. You know, we had the right to move our body around with a uh, horse and carriage or whatever, uh, before. And, before the government even existed. So I don't know. People say that, you know, you're using a 2000 pound machine and it's a weapon and all this, but you know, the people that I know that travel without a license or registration, they are the most careful people. I, I know, you know, because they don't rely on a third party for-profit insurance company to indemnify their actions. You mentioned a like a horse and buggy because uh, I do know that yeah. there are some states that do and some states that don't. I think Ohio does and maybe Pennsylvania doesn't for the Amish, yeah. um, and, and they they uh, require a plate for some buggies and not for others. And so I, mm. I, it's it's different for different states, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But and that's the thing, the Amish have won this fight quite a few times, you know, already. That uh I mean, they they might have to register their horse and buggy or whatever, but uh I don't know if they need a license or what or not, but I <laughs> I, I want to talk yeah. more about this interaction stuff in just a little bit, but I also yeah. want to talk some specifics sure. of, for, for a minute about the plate itself. Your plate that you sell is different than some of those ones that, that we were talking about, the ones that I've seen, where your license plates are for sale on on your store there at freedomfromgovernment.org. And yeah. describe what they look like. Are they metal? Are they, you said you don't have any states uh, names on there. Um, what, what do they feel like? What do they say on them? And are, are there ways to customize them? I don't really have any ways to customize them right now, but they're all made out of high quality aluminum. And uh, the, the newest one that I have is uh it's got a gray background and the main word in the middle says Liberty. And then at the top, it says not operating in a commercial, commercial capacity and travel is a God given right. Um, and it also says Genesis 126 on there. And, uh, there's, there's, uh, another one, like you said, with, uh, it's, I can't lead speak because it's like, it mixes letters with numbers. <laughs> And it says uh, PR one V four T three dot exempt not for non commercial use only. Um, and then the original one I made it it just says private in regular words or regular letters with no driver's license or insurance required. Not for commercial use. Private mode of travel. Um, yeah, they're all nice, high-quality aluminum. We don't really offer customization at this time, and I realize that 
some people might want customization so that they can, uh, you know, make the, make it theirs, so to speak, or make it individualized. Um, or make it look more like a regular license plate with a three random ABC one, two, three on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because you would think that that would be less eye-catching to law enforcement as they pass you if it looks maybe to a as a state that they haven't seen before, but it at least has the three numbers, three letters, or or four yeah. you know letters numbers uh, as yeah. most states do. That they would that probably they would just blow it off. Yeah, well, it's not important to me to look like a state plate or to blend in. As a matter of fact, that's less important than getting the the message across. Uh, because this plate, when the police see it, it's actually, uh, prima facie evidence that, uh, we're not, we're not contracted if through the state as a driver, you know, I want to keep that separate because when, when someone, when the, when the police officer pulls someone over that, that does, that has a plate that is it's evidence that it's that we're not operating in a, in an official capacity for the state. They have no right to enforce a driving contract on the people who are not uh, under that contract. You know, when, uh, for example, someone who's driving drunk, when you get pulled over, you have the choice to uh, do like a sobriety test, right? Mm-hmm. And if you choose not to, they can typically take away your driver's license, right? Yeah, you know, for, something a, like for that. a year, right? Yeah. So um, that to do that to someone who does not have a a licensing contract with the state, it would be wrong because they haven't waived that right. You know, they haven't they haven't contractually uh, waived those rights. They, Someone who uh, went and applied for a driver's license at the DMV effectively has given up certain rights. They then that that uh, sobriety test one is one of them. You know, like yeah. you you have you, now you have a contractual obligation to do these things, or you lose your privilege. So, what I'm trying to get across is that our right to travel is not a privilege granted by the state. It's not uh, something that can be given or taken away on a whim because we're it's not we're not operating in that commercial capacity. We're not uh, making money on the roads. Um, so it's just it's just difficult because people are have been uh you know indoctrinated over the years to to just believe that you know driving is a privilege and if if you if the right to travel only includes walking and um those are it seems to me those are uh you know false uh i i don't know it it seems like the government has uh <laughs> It's like they've created a way to extort revenue out of people and by, uh, you know, if you're not wearing your seatbelt, that could cost you a hundred bucks, yeah. you know, and that's, I, I believe that should be something that applies to commercial drivers because historically the drivers, uh, like, you know, if, uh, imagine you lived in a town in the old West and, and a cattle driver just brought his whole herd of cattle through the town and left a bunch of stuff on the road and you know trampled a bunch of stuff that the the commercial drivers are the ones that uh even today do the most damage to the roads you know the big big long haul drivers and stuff so i don't know i believe that just the common man who's trying to transport his property from point a to point b or or go to to church or go to the store i feel like they they should be able to do that without begging for permission my guest is trent goodbody founder of freedom from government.org we're talking about his freedom license plates by the way the uh, genesis 126 is the verse i remember about uh dominion that god gave 
humans' dominion over all creatures and over the earth. Um, I believe that's what that verse is. Yeah. Um, you said that uh, in a video, I think in a couple months ago, that you actually had to go get a driver's license uh, because I think you needed a, a loan for a car. So does that mean now that you have, as you stated just a little bit ago, given up some of those rights and, and now that you have that driver's license, are you still going to be able to have your uh, private license plates um, and not be um, hassled for it? Yeah, well, um, it depends on... I feel like people that have a driver's license can choose to operate in that capacity or not. If a cop was to pull me over and say that I was driving, um, I, yeah, he would, he would have to demonstrate how I am making money off the, off the roads or how I'm making money operating. Otherwise I, I feel like that wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be operating in that capacity. See, we have different capacities that we can operate under. I'm a, I'm, I'm a son. I'm a father. I'm, a brother, you know, there's, there's certain capacities I can act in and there, I'm not all of them at the same time, but I am. But since, same since you're selling the license plates on your website, yeah. aren't yeah. you technically advertising it by having it on the back of your car? Isn't that, is, would that be work or commercial use? Well, uh, technically I guess, but I'm not, it's not like I'm, uh, it's not like I'm getting paid to, to use the plate on my car or something when I'm, when I'm just traveling to go to the store or something. Right. I mean, it could, you could consider it to be an advertisement, but it's, it doesn't say the name of the, where I got it or anything. So it would, it's kind of, I mean, it, it can advertise my status, but it doesn't mean that uh, people know where to go to get it, you know, just by looking at the plate. It made me think of it because when I bought a car from a dealership years and years ago, they wanted to put that dealership name on the back of the car. And I said, that's fine if you want to do that, but I'm going to charge you 10 cents a mile for that advertising. <laughs> and they immediately took it off. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. When you do get pulled over and I'm sure that still has to happen occasionally, when yeah. the officer asks for your license, obviously you have that. When he asks you for registration, you're not going to have that. So at that point, what is your argument? I see that you also have this lawful traveler package. Uh, does that explain to the officer what your position is and, and what is their reaction when you tell them that? Well, when a police officer comes up to my window asking for license registration and insurance, I just return a question. I ask him if he's planning on using any of those against me in the court. And uh, if he says yes, he is planning on using those against me in court, then I tell him that he has to take them from me so that I can get them excluded from the court's own exclusionary rule. Anything that's taken from you or, uh, or when you're under a threat uh, or duress and, I believe that those things are not, uh, they're not obtained in a lawful manner. So if, if you don't just hand over your stuff to them, you can get it, you can get the, the things dismissed or the, not, maybe not the things, not, maybe, maybe uh, sorry, maybe not the things dismissed, but you can get, um, the evidence that was obtained illegally thrown out. So. I asked him if he's planning on using any of those things against me in court. And if he says yes, then there's that. If he says no, then uh, what's the point? Why are we even talking? You know what I mean? Right. So. Do you do you, um, do you have insurance on, on the vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. And how can you get insurance if you don't, if you don't have registration? Um, you can get insurance without a license even. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So in, in, and, in case of a crash, then you you would be covered, or at least you'd you'd be able to cover yourself or somebody else that might get might be hurt. Yeah, I have full coverage. Okay. So, and and that's not a bad thing. I, you know, I've gone back and forth on these. I'm trying to figure out if you know paying a paying a third party for profit company to indemnify my actions is really the right way to go, but. Um, I don't know, seems to, seems to make people, uh, 
more at ease when they hear that you have an insurance policy. Right. But I'm not saying that that's going to protect me. What protects me is uh, being accountable for my actions. You know. Yeah. So obviously, you haven't paid state registration for these uh, for these vehicles for years and years and years. I, I presume how much how much have you saved? Do you think over the last however many years? Oh, probably quite a bit. Where I live here in uh, Nevada, they charge registration fees based on the value of the vehicle. So I don't know. I mean, it could it could vary, but um, I imagine I've saved quite a bit. <laughs> if someone was listening and was interested in putting one of your plates on their car, going to your website, freedomfromgovernment.org, and ordering one of your plates and then putting it on their car, uh, what would be some of the top pieces of advice you would have for them before they do it and before they start driving with it? The biggest thing I can tell you is to not get an attitude. If you if you get pulled over and you start screaming, I know my rights and this and that, the, the first thing the cop's going to do is show you what your rights are. And he's going to, you know... He's going to show you that he has the bigger, uh, the bigger stick, so to speak. He's going to, he's going to show his, uh, his authority. So what I like to tell people to do is to be kind, treat them how you would want to be treated. You know, don't try to, uh, I don't know. There are brothers, you know, we kind of have to, we have to unify if we're going to ever, um, if we're ever going to get anywhere, uh, us, us people that, uh, can't, can't control our emotions aren't really gonna, we aren't really going to be very successful if we can't even control that. So. And, and you do have this lawful or lawful traveler package as part of these plates, and yeah. as, I, as I read on, on the site, it, it basically what gives you some talking points uh, to tell the officer of what to do, right? Well, I mean, I have these things called the exercise your rights cards. And those I've, in the past, I've said that you could hand those to the cop. But, um, you know, that's presuming that they want to read anything that you have. I, I, I think the side of the road is probably not the best place to... Uh, to argue your case. So, uh, if things really look like they're going to go bad, just ask the cop if you can please argue this case in court instead of on the side of the road. And, uh, I don't know. They don't, it seems like the police aren't really equipped to do, to, to handle evidence or to, you know, make determinations like that on the side of the road anyway. So if you're, if you're being uh, kind to, to them, it gives them less of a reason to try to, to kind of, you know, like hem you up and, and give you, uh, you know, I don't know. I think that we all need to be decent and respectful to each other. And uh, I don't know, always record. Yeah. And, and I would even say, go ahead. Always publish. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I would sh- just say, always record, always publish. And, and I'm all, and, and I'm, I'm sure that you've seen those videos of people recording and almost instigating uh, interactions yeah. with officers where they get pulled over, let's say at a checkpoint or some other place. They only open their window a, a tiny crack and say, yeah. am I, and, and basically are yelling, am I being detained? Am I being detained? And, 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 and then the cop is like, well, I, some just say, all right, uh, I'm just going to let you go because I don't want to deal with this. And some are bringing in supervisors <laughs> and then breaking in windows and, and pulling people out of their car. And and, and so yeah. it seems like there is a movement almost uh, to do these interactions with police to get some kind of a, inter- you know, some kind of a reaction from them. Yeah, that may be, but that's not what I'm about. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to antagonize anybody or harass anybody. I just want to be left alone to do what I'm going to do. And of course, if there's some kind of problem, if I, if I initiate an accident or something or cause harm or damage to someone or loss, I mean, I, I, I will, I will take care of, uh, whatever I, I do that's, that's wrong. But, um, I don't feel like I need, uh, 
you know, some things that happen at, at traffic stops are like uh, pretextual, you know, like uh, just trying to get people in trouble for uh, technical reasons. And I think that we need to move move away from that thing, kind of thing where the the people who we entrust to serve us and to be our servants are actually the ones extorting us at gunpoint, you know? It's just, it's difficult. And I think that, I feel like, you know, we could do better than that. My guest is Trent Goodbody, founder of Freedom from Government.org, and we're talking about his uh, private license plates uh, that you can order at freedomfromgovernment.org. Uh, have you had any anecdotes or stories sent to you from any of the 7,000 orders that you've received from some of the drivers that have used your plates? Yeah, yeah, there's been all kinds of feedback. And what is some of that feedback? Well, I had a friend in Oregon who uh, I used to live up there for 30 years, and he he was in an area where the police had become accustomed to who I am. And he said that he called me, or he said he was on the phone with me while the cop was uh, talking to him, and the cop just let him go because he was just because he said he was on the phone with me. But um, there's other, I mean, so there's so many uh, different. Uh, things that have happened. People tell me that that uh, the cops just uh, avoid them now that they have the plates on there, and uh, I don't know. It's, I have uh, some videos on my channel of of what has happened to some people, um, some successes, and uh, I don't know. I even I haven't always been successful. I there was one time when I. Uh, when I, when I was on uh, Discovery Channel, they, I got arrested on national TV. Um, we, that was the time that I had the clergy played on there. But um, I don't know. It, it, can go, it can go either way. But it, it will typically go better if you can maintain, you know, your emotions on the side of the road. Where, where do you see this movement going? Do you expect more people to contact you and uh, buy these plates? Do you expect to see more and more of these plates and maybe bring this uh, issue to a to more of a head? Well, I mean, the plates being out there are good and everything, but uh, I would like to see us get to a place where we're not mandated to 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 have that on our car at all anymore and it's going to get there uh as a matter of fact we're 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 approaching quickly the time where cars are going to be autonomous anyway so with this this little thing that's going on with uh people not wanting to have license plates it's not going to be forever that cars are going to end up being autonomous and i think driver's license are probably going to go the way of the dodo eventually anyway because I mean, who you won't need a license if your car drives for you. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And we're we're rapidly approaching that point. Uh, Elon Musk says uh, by twenty thirty, cars will be autonomous. So I know I, I and I've, I've seen those same predictions. It seems to me that it's going to take a lot longer because there is the human element. There's road elements. I'm sure the roads around you are not as <laughs> pristine as uh, they're not around yeah. my um, my place. They're not that pristine where it could handle autonomous cars right now. Yeah. I think that's a long way down the road because the infrastructure yeah. has to be there. The lights, you know, the traffic signals. Cars have to talk to each other. Um, we still have a lot of older cars on the road. I'm driving a 11-year-old vehicle, so some of these older yeah. cars have to get off the road first before we really start to see the autonomous. Yeah. And, and maybe it's going to be more just in the urban centers than it will be in the outlying areas. In the r rural areas, yeah. you're still going to have people driving tractors, and I don't think you're going to have <laughs> any. You see, yeah. I, I know yeah. I see that around the rural areas here in Colorado, so... I don't think you're seeing any uh, autonomous tractors anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I Hopefully they, uh, you know, kind of just let people be. Because I think that by smashing windows and dragging people out of the car and making them into criminals when they haven't even 
when they don't even have a victim, that's, I feel like that's wrong. But, um, you know, just like with the marijuana thing, people fought for years to get that to be legal and it ended up being something that is now legal. So I don't see it as something in the realm of impossibility to get this to a place where, um, you know, where we can just be how we want. We, we just want to be left alone, you know, to, to travel and to, to do our thing. And of course, if someone's out there being reckless or, or, um, you know, not doing things appropriately, if they're getting into wrecks or accidents a lot, they aren't going to have a car to be able to cruise around it anymore, you know? So, uh, if someone is reckless that, you know, they'll take care of themselves. And I'm not saying that it's good for them to be in an accident, but, um, you know, if they're not responsible with their property, then they, they probably won't have it very long anyway. But couldn't so, you see there is a difference between, let's say somebody who is just being reckless and, uh, you know, some teenage kids, that sort of thing, or maybe there's a criminal element here who would like to use these type of plates to, you know, create anonymity or just not have any license plates at all. And, and then you're almost running into anarchy at that point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Anarchy just means no rulers and I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, it also means that there's nobody to help protect you in the case of, let's say, I'm, I'm I know I'm, I'm probably I'm probably safe in saying that you can protect your own home if somebody is trying to break in uh, with deadly yeah. force, but uh, not everybody is is ready to do that and, and appreciates at least having uh, the ability to call somebody to come help them out if they need the help. Yeah, well, most of the time when when uh, people are in trouble like that, the police are not they're 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 not going to re be able to respond to save you. They're going to be at least minutes away, you know? So I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like a false, uh, something false when we think that we can rely on calling someone to come save us. You know, most of the time when the police are called, they, uh, I don't know. They don't do the right thing. It seems like, you know, or, or you, I don't know. I can't, I can't say that in every situation, the police are doing the right thing, but, um, I know that I've heard stories of people that call the police and end up going to jail when they haven't done anything, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if it's, I don't know. The world is, is in a messed up place too. Like crime is rampant and, uh, you know, stuff is going crazy, but I don't see that as a reason to, uh, To, to add more ways that the state can generate revenue off of people, namely traffic violations, you know, uh, we all know that, that, uh, speeding tickets are a big revenue generator, you know, and someone that is, is speeding has, hasn't really done anything wrong unless they hit someone, you know, and if someone's just getting a speeding ticket, basically they, they went a little bit fast on the highway, but they didn't hurt anybody, you know? Yep. Uh, so I don't know if that's, if it's appropriate for the state to be generating revenue off of the backs of the people it's supposed to be serving, especially when the economy is in a rough, rough place. These, uh, these agencies get dependent on this money and they have to generate more of it to, to make ends meet. So it's not, I don't think it's a good idea for our public safety departments to be generating revenue off the backs of the people they're supposed to be serving. And, it's and just speaking of revenue, it, it that's what registrations do provide revenue for yeah. roads and bridges. Would you uh, then propose to use just general funds then to fund well, uh, highway the, the constructions road, or, or you know road construction or the roads and the road constructions are paid by gas tax. They're paid by taxes on the gas. With more people driving electric, then there is less on less gas tax and registration money does go to bridges and roads and maintenance and that sort of thing as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Um, I mean, but it would be wrong for me to say that 
because my taxes paid for the roads, you can't use them. You know, that would be ridiculous. Right. Yeah. My guest is uh, Trent Goodbody. We're talking about his uh, license plates that you can find on freedomfromgovernment.org. Uh, Trent, it's been an interesting conversation, and I do yeah. appreciate your time. And if somebody was interested in your license plates, how can they get some more information and and uh, get a chance to um, to learn more? Well, uh, I, I'm constantly posting videos on my YouTube channel, Freedom From Government. And, uh, I have the, my phone numbers at the top of every page at shop.freedomfromgovernment.org. So if you want, you can give me a call. Okay. Just like I yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Trent, I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you so much for uh, explaining what this is all about, and and um, it, mm-hmm. it's it's fascinating to to see this movement moving forward, and and to see how it's going to grow and and where it's going to go from here. Yeah, I agree. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Now I want to stay right off the uh, end here that I did not end edit any of Trent's comments. It was just as we spoke a couple days ago. I did fix one part of the interview where I messed up his name, and that was my fault, not his fault. And so I just cleaned up where I messed up his name. Uh, But that was the only editing I did for this interview, so I don't want anyone to claim otherwise or say that I changed Trent's words or context of his comments. You heard it as we talked uh, just the other day because I told them this was going to be an interview as if... Uh, it was live. We were going to just replay it right here a couple days later. Now, my gut tells me that this movement will grow. And if I'm being sent pictures, then I'm sure there are people out there seeing these different variations of these license plates too. And that will create more curiosity and so on and so forth. And and then before you know it, you're staring at a movement. And it was interesting to hear Trent's comments about putting the name of a state on these license plates, or I guess uh, replacement plates, I guess we can call them, and how that could be a problem. I I remember doing a separate story, uh, uh, maybe it was even a couple years back, where someone went online and ordered one of these, you'll see them online everywhere. They're those thin, skinny, European-style license plates, and I'm sure you've seen those on the cars, like in a James Bond movie, where they're they're longer and skinnier than the United States plates, which are more rectangular. Well, he, he ordered one of those, and you can customize them with the state on the top, and he used his real license plate numbers on one of those plates and then stuck it on his car. Now, when I was researching that story, according to the Colorado State Patrol, they say, that kind of a plate, even if it did have the correct numbers and letters in combination, it wasn't legal. Well, I'm sure they would say the same thing about these sovereign plates, and uh, and it really, I think, would depend on where you are in the country, what officer, law enforcement officer, would pull that driver over, and what kind of conflict. You, you, I'm sure you've seen them. I've seen them all over all kinds of social media, YouTube, they're full of it, where they have these interactions where people, and a lot of them now, are are people, let's say, taking video at or near a police station or a government facility, a military base, where they're just standing on the sidewalk, which they're legally able to do, and then just take video of the police officers coming in and out. Well, it just looks like some rando... Uh, you know, using their their cell phone to shoot video. Well, the officers naturally stop to ask questions, and then they ask for ID, and then the person says, "I don't need to show you my ID because I'm standing on a sidewalk and I'm just shooting you you in public." And it's when I say shooting, I mean shooting video. Uh, well, I'm just taking video of of this stuff happening in public, and then they say the police say, "Well, you you know you." We just are interested in what you're doing, so why won't you ID yourself? And then sometimes it escalates to something bigger, and sometimes they just say, uh, the officers say, okay, fine, go ahead and do what you want to do. It's like they're baiting, and that's what I was talking to Trent a little bit about, they're baiting the officers into some kind of an interaction. It it seems like these plates could be 
in that same realm. Trent does have several videos on his site that you can get to YouTube. Freedom from Government is, is his channel. And he did have it. He called it a bait car where he was driving around and, and in, in, you know, looking for some interaction with the officers. And I think he has grown past that now. And I think in the place where he lives there in Nevada, in rural Nevada, is they, they know him. They, they know his stance and they're just going to let him be uh, for the most part. But it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to see how this movement has developed to this point and will continue to develop in the future. He's, he's, Trent said he had 7,000 orders. That's a lot of orders for a lot of these replacement plates. And I could only see that growing. If it's just Trent getting 7,000, well, what are these other websites getting? You know, another 10,000 uh, from a couple, let's say a half a dozen uh, plates. So, I mean, we're looking at half a million license plates or replacement plates that could be out there in, in the wild right now. So we, we, I think we, I don't think we've heard the, uh, the end of this. Anyway, if you have any questions about, about this or, or comments about this, you can always call the listener hotline at 303-832-0217. Um, I wonder if my work number is going to work when they, uh, when we move buildings next year, I wonder if we're even going to have traditional phone lines, maybe just internet phone. I don't know. Because we're moving buildings in another year from now, and so it's gonna. I wonder how that's gonna work out. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, thanks for being here, and until next time, I'm Jason Luber, the Traffic Guy. Be safe, and as always, happy motoring.